Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today. We continue our examination of the book of Ephesians, and we're in the third chapter. And we've already looked at the first seven verses, but I want us to read through them, as is often our habit, right, to where we can remind ourselves of what the context is. It's so important uh, to remember what's going on. And then also know this, that repetition is at the heart of learning something. When you hear things over and over, when you read it, when you speak it forth, you read it forth, you listen to it, you share it with one another, God just instills these truths in us so deeply every time that we reiterate it in whatever way it may be. So here's Ephesians chapter 3, verse 1. For this reason, I, Paul, the prisoner of Christ Jesus, for the sake of you Gentiles, if indeed you've heard the stewardship of God's grace, which was given to me for you, that by revelation there was made known to me the mystery, as I wrote before in brief, by referring to this, when you read, you can understand my insight into the mystery of Christ, which in other generations was not made known to the sons of men, as it has now been revealed to his holy apostles and prophets in the Spirit. To be specific, that the Gentiles are fellow heirs and fellow members of the body and fellow partakers of the promise in Christ Jesus through the gospel, of which I was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. So what Paul has said up this point in time is that God is the one that called him. God is the one that gifted him by his grace according to the working of God's power that God has brought forth the power through Paul to explain to them and to reveal to them the gospel. And one portion of the gospel has a mystery with it. There's actually several mysteries of the gospel. But the particular thing that he's talking about right now is the mystery that the Gentile is the fellow heir, fellow member, and fellow partaker with uh, the Jew in the faith. So Gentiles are fellow heirs, they're fellow members of the body, and the fellow partakers of the promise. And that would have been a shocking, shocking truth uh, societally, okay? Uh, especially to the Jews, especially to the Gentiles, that this faith, this belief, transforms heart to such a degree that it literally makes us all one body. Okay? And we've looked at that in the previous episodes, so check those out if you didn't listen to them. Now he continues in verse 8. Paul says, to me, the very least of all saints, this grace was given to preach to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. So let me uh, uh, sort of reiterate again, and I've mentioned this uh, probably two or three times before in previous episodes, long ago and far away. But uh, we learn a lot about Paul in these little lines here that so often we think are sort of throwaway lines, but they're not. Because he says in verse 8, to me, the very least of all saints... This wasn't some uh, fake, false, uh, self-deprecating type of thing that Paul was saying. You actually see a flow in Paul's life. Uh, when he's first saved, he spends several years growing in the faith. And at some point in time, probably about 13 years after he's saved, but we can say 
15 years for the sake of making the numbers easy. At some point in time, right around then, uh, he wrote the book of Galatians. And he describes himself as being equal with the apostles. And then about five years later, he writes another book and he describes himself as being the least of the apostles. Now, he was correct. In Galatians, he was right in saying that he, the message that he was preaching and what he was doing was on a par of what the apostles had done. You know, it, it wasn't trying to build himself up or anything. It was just the truth. And so he's equal with what he was saying with the apostles. But then later on, he describes himself as the least of the, the, of the apostles. Again, not a false self-deprecation or anything, just a description. Here in Ephesians, he describes himself as the least of the saints. Later on, at the end of his life, when he's writing to Timothy, he describes himself as the chief of sinners. So you see a pattern that goes over about a 25-year period or something like that, okay? A 20, 25-year period. Uh, was it that long or 15 years? Somewhere around there. <laughs> uh, that Paul is realizing, you know, of who, who he is outside of what the Lord is doing. So right here, he's just saying, you know what? I'm the least of the saints. But because of God's grace, verse 8, this grace was given to me to preach to the Gentiles. He's saying this is strictly the Lord doing it. And what I preached to them was the unfathomable riches of Christ. Okay? We would do well to preach exactly that. Other translations say the unsearchable riches of Christ. In other words, there's such a profundity and depth of richness of what the Lord Jesus Christ did, what he continues to do, and what he will do for us, that we can never exhaust learning about it. He said, that's what God has called me to do. Verse 9, and to bring to light, and this is a New American Standard I'm reading, it's a little clunky, and to bring to life what is the administration of the mystery which for ages has been hidden in God who created all things. So let's just work it backwards. You see here that God created all things. Okay, And that Paul had a purpose and a gift and an empowerment from the Lord to bring to light. The ESV says this, to bring to light for everyone what is the plan of the mystery hidden ages ago in God. So remember what a mystery is. A mystery is something that is true, has been true all along. But we didn't understand it and we didn't see it. We didn't know what it was. Well, the Lord did it on purpose. It says the Lord has hidden, ages ago has hidden this mystery. But now the mystery is revealed. Let's see what the King James says. And to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. So we see, again, that Jesus Christ created all things. God created all things through Jesus. Jesus is the one who spoke into existence. The Lord hid a particular thing, a particular mystery. And there's a fellowship involved with it. So fellowship's what the King James says. Uh, ESV says everyone is a part of this thing. New American Standard says, what is the administration? In other words, how does this work out type of thing? The Lord hid this mystery, verse 10, the last one we'll look at today. So that the manifold wisdom of God might be made known through the church to the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. Whoa. What in the world? This is great, folks. This mystery, which the Lord hid long ago, is that the Jew and the Gentile would be one body. You, you can see it in the Old Testament from a New Covenant, New Testament perspective. 
but you couldn't see it in the Old Testament just from the Old Testament perspective. The whole purpose is because of the manifold wisdom of God that he hid this. Well, now it's being revealed, and it's being revealed by God, made known through the church. <clears throat> okay, It's being made known through the church, but made known to whom? To the rulers and the authorities in the heavenly places. That right there is profound, folks. That goes back to the uh, divine counsel thing that I've talked to you a little bit about before, what you see in Psalm 82, what you see in Deuteronomy and uh, Genesis 6 and all these things, that there are divine beings, there are rulers and there are authorities, and they now see what God's plan, even though it was a mystery hidden from them, a mystery hidden from the people of the Lord, but now God in his perfect timing has let it be made known that the Jew and Gentile are one body. And if the Lord is doing something and he's manifesting that through the church and he's manifesting it to the rulers and the authorities in heavenly places, <laughs> that's going to be fun to examine. We'll talk more about it as we go along. In the meanwhile, thank you so much for being with me and I'll see you again next time.